0: to you know what I've been wondering. I'm Sarah. I'm Jane. We're back from Thanksgiving. Do you feel grateful? I do. Good.
1: <laughs> I, lo- I had a great Gratefulsgiving. Giving. Um, <laughs> I was home in Maine, and I will be back in Maine again soon for Christmas. Well, uh, there's no sugar which... in that coffee. It is not sweet
0: at all. <laughs> oh, boy. I <laughs> spent a lot of time on the bus getting there and back. Um, yes, you did. I really commend you for the amount of time you've spent on public transportation. Cause yeah. And I'm going to be never. doing it again for the holidays. Although, at least you get to go longer for Christmas. Yeah, a little bit. More kitty time. Um, <laughs> cats, not children.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love my cats. Oh, but at least I don't have to take public transportation both ways. Oh, that's Christmas, true. I'm just taking the bus up to Maine, and then my parents are driving me back because we're going to go visit my grandma. That's nice. Grandma. That is
0: better. Yeah just doing it the one time. Yeah. I mean like the nice Long thing car about trips public trips are also hard but. Right? The nice thing about public transport is that you can kind of just like lay back, fall asleep, read mm. like read a book or something unless you get car sick. Yeah. Um but it's just so boring.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I know you're probably not listening, but if you were the Australian boy who is sitting next to me, oh on my gosh, bus ride from You
2: Boston never know. To New York.
1: I didn't mention that I had a podcast, so you wouldn't know this, but I I just want to apologize for being, like, an awkward idiot. Like, (laughs) I... he sat down and he like greeted me very friendly and I'm just so socially awkward that I was just like I must squeeze against window and hide and there were several times that he tried to talk to me like at one point he noticed like I mentioned that I was listening to a book on tape and he's like oh what are you listening to I said practical magic and he said what's it about and I was like "Uh," and he was like magic and I was like yeah and then and and he was like I should be reading my book and then I didn't ask him what he was reading and then we had a good conversation towards the end of the bus ride but the whole time I was like cute australian boy sitting next to you yeah, Speak talk to him speak he's say being friendly say
2: something <laughs> oh no anyway. i'm so sorry no
1: it's fine i just wanted to apologize to him if he's out there listening because wow you were being friendly and i was not
0: that was your that could have been a lost meet cute jane it really could have wow
1: anyway sarah how are you doing
0: um i'm doing i'm doing all right i'm gonna put some sugar
2: <laughs> in this coffee give me a second <laughs> great
0: yeah, I'm good. I don't really have. Uh, I'm. I'm good. I'm just. I'm just good. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do for the next two weeks. You can so, do it. I feel stressed. You can do it. I need to make a to-do list. Is what I need, mm. so I can like visualize all the stuff I have mm. to do instead of abstractly being like, "Oh, I need to remember to do this." Yeah, you know, I need it's a hard break right for really, the holidays. Like, this Christmas break, I'm like, I'm just gonna play video games. Like I just want some time with me and <sighs> my video games. Uh,
1: that sounds nice. I wish I could do that. I, I, well, I just don't have video games in my parents house and also my parents are very much like you haven't done anything for two hours Why haven't you want to go for a walk or like yeah, they're very much like on me about how Stationary I am being. Mm.
0: Yeah. I want nothing more than to be stationary. <laughs> me too I understand. We work very hard. Anyway, so that's how I'm doing. Should we get started? Sure I'm excited. Okay. Well you asked me about the continent of our the nan- continent of antarctica <laughs> a um, whole continent and i just
1: i have a little bit of like a history of the exploration of it but i also just have a bunch of facts that i was like are you are you kidding yeah i love um, that that's
0: like exactly what i wanted yeah. just more information about antarctica. yeah
1: um so antarctica was the last uncharted continent on the planet earth mm-hmm. all of the other ones had been like mapped and explored that doesn't, just, that doesn't surprise Antarctica? Me. It is the coldest place on Earth.
0: Okay, no, not surprising.
1: Yeah, it is made up of mountain ranges and plains covered in ice and snow, and it is in permanent darkness for three months of the year. Wow! So I feel like I'd do terribly there because yeah. I don't seasonal like the cold, and I would real. get such bad seasonal depression. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here is a fact that's gonna blow your mind. All right. There are ninety-one volcanoes. What in Antarctica? <laughs>
2: that literally blew my mind explosion
1: (laughs) erupted
0: it erupted my brain 91
1: 91
0: active
1: i don't know if they're all active but there are a lot that are active
0: that's not so but like do they not shoot lava do they shoot ice um no no they shoot
1: lava (laughs) Uh although i feel like when we're pict- like it's not like it's lo- like volcano, Bursting, yeah, but volcano it's a, eruptions in real a, life
0: are very different than
1: the yeah ones in it's been a very long time since any of them have
0: erupted mm-hmm.
1: and that's actually one thing that scientists are really concerned about because just with the current state of climate change that we're at like if right one of the bigger ones were to erupt it could cause a lot of ice and snow to melt and mm. like fall into the ocean and right. just mm-hmm. cause like general water levels to go even higher than they are. Yeah. So, that's a concern.
0: Oh, yikes. Mm-hmm. That's really scary. I don't like that.
1: Mhm. I yeah. Um
0: 91 wow. wow. I
1: know. Well, I discovered that because at one point in my research is one of this explorers I was reading about discovered one of the volcanoes. And I was like, wow, there's a volcano? Yeah. And then I Googled the volcano and it said, oh, it's the second highest volcano in Antarctica. And I was like, there's two? <laughs> there's and then I Googled how volcanoes. many volcanoes there are in Antarctica.
0: 91? That's nuts. <sighs> I When I first saw the movie Volcano, I had an irrational fear that a volcano was going to erupt near me. So I was like, what's the closest volcano to me? Oh. <laughs> what is it Mount St. Helens I think I think so Um, I don't think there are many in the United States yeah
1: oh yeah Antarctica is like the region that has the most volcanoes
0: that's shocking but really cool yeah and there's just
1: one whole section of Antarctica that's like entirely volcanoes well not entirely but like all if you like looked underground you would see like all that it was all part of like the volcanoes in the area
0: what yeah it's insane that is insane
1: Okay, so let's talk about some history of Antarctica. So the ancient Greeks were the first people to guess that there was an Antarctica. But their entire reasoning was that they knew about the Arctic in the north, Mm -hmm. which they named Arctos, which means the bear, Mm -hmm. after the bear constellation. Mm -hmm. And they decided that in order for there to be balance in the world, there must be a similar landmass that was the same but opposite. So Antarctica means the opposite of the bear
0: oh yeah that's a- cool
1: yeah antarctica uh in 1773 james cook
0: mm, yeah we know him yeah
1: he circumnavigated antarctica mm-hmm. he didn't get close enough to actually see it um
0: <laughs> how do you circumnavigate something and you can't see it
1: yeah i, I think you're just going a big circle um, this is a
0: really big like if you think about circumnavigating antarctica it means you also circumnavigated just the bottom of the globe
1: yeah maybe he just went from like Argentina to Cape Town to Australia yeah. and then back around. Yeah. He yeah he didn't get close enough to see it, but he found deposits of rock and icebergs in the water that mm-hmm. scientifically proved that there was a landmass there. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: if if you were a flat earther, you would say that he circumnavigated the wall.
1: Oh, that's true. You'd be like, oh, well, he just went all around the wall. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> um. Thaddeus, nicknamed Fatty Bellinghausen, uh, Fatty with two D's. Thank you. We're not being rude here. Um, he was the the next to cross the Arctic Circle, which is it's, it's just like the circumference of mm-hmm. Antarctica, and he is considered the first to sight land, like to see it with his eyes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of explorers have claimed that they have. Yeah, but um, Bellinghausen. I think, has the most evidence for his case. Okay. Just because he has done multiple expeditions and okay. has the most research. Uh, from the late 1800s up to the mid 20th centuries, there were a lot of, mil- of marine exploration trips and a lot of Europeans who uh, some didn't even come for exploring. It was considered a really good area for hunting seals and whales. Yeah. So a lot of European countries sent sealing and whaling boats to mm-hmm. just go and hunt. Um, seals and whales, and while they were there, they, there's a lot of little islands around Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Some that are so small you can't even really see them on the globe. Yeah. And uh, so there's, for every little island, there's a different story of a European accidentally discovering it. Or, oh, that's cool. I you know there's a very large timeline that I was trying to look through and pick out the most important, but there's a lot of people going there, and sadly, a lot of people lost their lives. Yeah. Trying to. Um, get to this place or even just being near it because you know traveling on older boats in icy water is a fickle thing you know it's true the first person to have landed there was a Norwegian explorer named Karsten Borchgrevink. And he also was the pioneer of the use of sled dogs for transportation across Antarctica. Oh, interesting. There were a number of other people before him that landed on the islands around Antarctica or um, islands very close to the Antarctic Peninsula, which is just, we all know what a peninsula is, right? It's one area of the land that just kind of juts out. Yeah. And so I think it's just easier to get to because it juts out farther. So uh, that area is where a lot of people landed first. But Borch Grevink was like the first proven to land on the island of Antarctica itself. Okay. And started using sled dogs for transportation.
0: Good for him. I was looking up, um, there's a show on AMC called The Terror and I was trying to remember if it took place in the Arctic or Antarctica and it took place in the Arctic. But it's Mm. about um, sailors going through the Northwest Passage Mm -hmm. and about like, the dangers of getting snowed in and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And they talk about that. There Park. were a
1: lot of stories about that, about explorers who went in and then their ship got trapped in ice and then they were yeah. stranded until the ice melted. Yeah. Which, you know, some were fortunate to survive, a lot weren't.
0: Yeah, that's like the plot of the terror. Yeah. Except it happens in the North. It's very
1: scary. It's very scary. Um, in 1892, Captain Carl Larson landed on Seymour Island, which is near the Antarctic t- Peninsula. And he found fossils, which provided scientific evidence that Antarctica had previously had a warmer climate. Now, I'm wondering if maybe Seymour, like, because he wasn't on Antarctica itself, he was on Seymour Island, Mm -hmm. if, like, maybe that was just, like, part of Pangea. I mean, it was all part of Pangea at one point, but... Right. Like, if that was maybe further further north north in the past, and then it drifted closer to Antarctica. But, you know
2: well
0: if it's i'm not a geologist well or. it's about tectonic plates so yeah. if the tectonic plate it's on the same plate as antarctica that it has to have been that the whole yeah you know you're right it's not one rock floating <laughs> floating down the <laughs> down the arctic ocean
1: you know you're right, you're right you're right
0: but that was fascinating to me I like i wonder how
1: yeah. it could have been warmer anyway 1900 to 1916 is a period that is known as the heroic age of antarctic exploration oh in um 1907 this isn't funny um there was an expedition called the nimrod expedition mm-hmm. which <laughs> It was basically the first attempt to get to the South Pole and it failed. So I thought it was called the Nimrod Expedition because no one died in this case. Oh, that's good. They just ran out of supplies and turned back. But I thought it was called the Nimrod Expedition because it didn't go well. But no,
0: that was just the name (laughs) of their boat. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Maybe that's where the phrase Nimrod comes from. (gasps) Maybe.
1: Wow. Okay, so I'm about to tell you a story which... I'm hoping you're on the same side as me because I have an opinion. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> I, love, I love when I do this.
1: All right. So in 1910, there was um, a race, to, not a literal race, but there were a couple of explorers who were all trying to be the first person to get to the South, South Pole. Pole.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm hoping you will hate Rold Amundsen exactly as much as I do. Cause okay. I'm, I'm so furious at this man. So um, Amundsen was an explorer and he really wanted to be the first person to go to the North Pole. Okay. Um, but robert peary got there first okay and Amundsen, even though he was very publicly like planning an expedition to be the first person to get to the north pole
2: yeah
1: and then robert peary beat him there and okay. he was just like all right i'll go to the south pole then like he immediately mm. switched <laughs> gears but it was public knowledge at the time that this explorer named robert scott was already trying to be the first person to get to the south
0: pole you know how i know who robert scott is why because that's the character I played in Peter and the Starcatcher.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> this is about to get really sad for you. I know.
2: <laughs> I know I know his story, so it's okay. Can... Um,
1: yeah, he was trying to be the first one to get to the South Pole. And um, Amundsen just sent him a telegram that said, beg leave to inform you, Fram proceeding Antarctic. Basically being like, too bad, I'm going to go Guess first. what I'm going to be, even though you've been yeah. working at, for this I'm going to beat you to it.
0: That's so frustrating.
1: Amundsen won the race to the South Pole on December 14th, 1911. And when he got there, he left a tent filled with letters. Uh, most of his crew j- just wanted to leave letters for their loved ones just in case anything happened. Oh. Um, but Amundsen left a letter for Scott. Scott just being like, na nah, nah, boo boo I got here first.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Which. <sighs> um, That's so mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he got there only 35 days before scott did
0: oh that's so sad and
1: the most tragic part of it is that the expedition that scott was leading was the terra nova expedition Mm -hmm. which is like a famously failed expedition Mm. it was um captain robert falcon scott and four men who went with him and none of them made it home yeah
0: yeah it was really sad
1: um which the re- half the reason why I'm so mad about it month is that he was just such a sore winner about it all but also most of the reason why um Scott didn't get there first is because the people who had previously been had the most success traveling around mm-hmm. in Antarctica were using animals um like one explorer was using horses and Amundsen was using sled dogs, but he brought a lot. Like you, basically, you can't successfully travel to the South Pole. I mean, without like cars that we have now. Yeah. Um. But without bringing a lot of equipment with you. Yeah. And so making sled dogs drag all of that is kind of considered cruel. Yeah. It's just so heavy for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And Scott refused to do that because he didn't want to be cruel to animals. Yeah. So he used, like, a little vehicle that didn't really work very well. Mm. But because he was, like, taking this, like, moral stance to not be cruel to animals, like, Aww. that's why this happened.
2: That's really sad. But, yeah, they
1: get there, and they find the letters saying that they were not the first people to get there. Yeah. And they were already very close to starvation when they got there. And then it was 800 miles back to their boat. Yeah. And they basically just got... They were terrible weather conditions. Mm-hmm. They had to spend six months in a cave. That's so lit- sad. For shelter. It was so depressing. It's so sad. And all five of them died. And they died just 11 miles from their next supply depot. Ugh. They were so close to getting to more That's food. That's really sad. Um, their bodies weren't found until November, which it was nine months later. Or 11 months. Oh my gosh, I forget how math works. Their bodies were found with scientific specimens, diaries, notes, and exposed film. So I... I feel really bad for them, and I'm very angry at Amundsen because yeah. it's just like...
2: It was mean. He sounds like the villain yeah. of a movie. He does.
0: He really, really does.
1: Um, but, I mean, that tragically happened, but and sadly they were not the only people to lose their lives in the attempt to explore this continent. Yeah.
0: Robert Falcon Scott also was, like, one of the first... He wasn't the first... Obviously, like, we knew that Antarctica existed, but for the British, he was the first person and for England. To go to Antarctica, mm-hmm. and he led a huge expedition there ten years before that. Yeah, um, and founded a lot of the British properties.
1: All of the names of the regions are so like they're all named after European
0: monarchs, mm-hmm. which is like oh, so okay. many Europeans yeah. went. Yeah. yeah, but it was like he led a three-year expedition called the Discovery Expedition mm-hmm. as well, and that's one of the reasons he's very famous. But he was a very famous circumnavigator mm-hmm. in general.
1: There's this one island off the coast of Antarctica that's called Deception Island, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's called that because the explorer got there and he thought he had landed on Antarctica, and then he realized he hadn't. Oh my gosh! So he was like, "Well, oh, I'll name it Deception."
0: Um, and Scott also discovered the Antarctic Plateau, which mm. is where South the South Pole is located. So before he was able to go, he was like,
1: "Okay, so Amundsen probably wouldn't even gotten there without Scott's research." No, he wouldn't have. <sighs> yeah. So in oh, 1957. Uh, 12 nations built more than 60 research stations and formed the beginnings of an international cooperation and 1957 into 1958 was referred to as the first international geophysical year (IGY). It, it was basically a bunch of nations coming together to work on scientific research and exploring this continent and mm-hmm. in 1961 the antarctic treaty came into effect
0: oh okay
1: which as of 2004 the headquarters for the antarctic treaty is in buenos aires oh. argentina which makes sense to me because that's
0: yeah argentina is actually far very south south close in, yeah yeah um, The best way to get antarctica i believe is to go to Argentina yeah. and leave from there yeah um i'm getting back on google the
1: or. treaty basically says like the, the first article of the treaty says that Antarctica shall be used for peaceful purposes only any actions shall be interpreted any actions that could be interpreted to be militaristic in nature are prohibited Uh, you can't even use military personnel or equipment to conduct scientific study
2: interesting
1: so it's totally like no military allowed or any military research or anything like that and then all of the other articles of it I believe there are like 10 or 11 but they basically are outlines for how to work together as mm-hmm. separate nations in this scientific exploration. Yeah. And use of this continent for yeah. science.
0: Because originally which, when yeah. I was gonna ask you about Antarctica, I was like, Does it have a government? Like what is what's going on? Is it a country? What's going on there? But then when I like briefly looked it up, I was like, Oh no, it's not. It's not really yeah, a country. It's, not really a, it's country. a bunch it's... of research centers. Yeah. Which all is cool. Coexisting. Yeah i wouldn't want to run the country of antarctica no like,
1: i don't even want to go there if i'm being honest it sounds awful
0: like okay it's one of those things that it's like i want to go there because i want to go to all seven continents you know but also it sounds you're right it sounds terrible Where is the north pole show me in the north. i'm on google earth again
1: oh and my last um little thing i wanted to talk about Is that in 2017 an ice chunk the size of Delaware broke off from the West Antarctic? The size of Delaware? The size of Delaware. Um, Which is a a smaller state. I'd be more concerned if they said like. It's still
0: the size of a state.
1: Yeah. But um, it broke off from the West Antarctic ice sheet and drifted away. And it's not cause for immediate concern because it's not melting. It's still on the surface. It's just drifting. But it's just an example of the fact that this continent is kind of deteriorated from the outside and the biggest issue for concern if pieces are going to break off Mm -hmm. is that it could dislodge larger pieces of ice and snow and cause a lot Uh more things to fall into the water and then melt uh-huh. And if more pieces dislodge, like there could be avalanches, there could be
0: yeah, just other lo- geological issues, climate catastrophe,
1: which are already exacerbated by climate change and of are course. already issues that we need to be on the lookout for. So if you already were, you know, concerned about the right. environment as you should be, this is um, another as thing to be, 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 be keeping, keeping your eye, eye on.
0: Also, like I have a question about the North Pole. Um,
1: <laughs> i wanted to talk about the north pole closer to christmas but since we're maybe not i just
0: my question about the north yeah. pole is like okay so the north pole is in the middle of the ocean like it's not on a landmass. but like we know that animals live there is it just that they're Wait, the north
1: poles in the ocean
0: yeah it's in the middle of the water it's in the middle of the arctic ocean
1: oh new santa cannon it's in an underwater bubble
0: santa <laughs> is from atlantis <laughs> when you look up north pole like you see land masses but on the map it just shows that it's in the ocean but is it just because there's just so much ice there like maybe it's i guess it's just the all the ice has like created masses but it's not considered there's no oh you know what it is there's probably no land underneath it like there's no it's just ice yeah. floating i'm mm-hmm. like
1: well, that's the, what the elves want us to think that's what the elves um, want us to think. truly though
0: there's yes. antarctica oh i see the peninsula Mm-hmm. I was looking on Google Earth. I was trying to find the North Pole on Google Earth. Are you the South Pole? Are you it? I found the South Pole. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's not as central in South Pole as you would think. it, it I mean, in Antarctica. It, it's yeah, it's not central
0: to Antarctica, but it is the South Pole. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah, that is correct.
0: Interesting. Oh, you can see this ridge, this mountain ridge. Yeah, Antarctica seems really scary, but it's like if I want to go to all seven, like at some point you Maybe gotta, just you go to like the peninsula,
1: it. you know, like the Yeah, you gotta tip breathe it. Peninsula. Oh yeah, that's
0: like not that I mean, it's not that far between South Africa and Antarctica, but it's closest. Like Argentina, the bottom of Argentina, it looks like it's a hop and a skip away from the peninsula. hmm So that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I just I just feel like it's this fascinating, mysterious place, you know? Well,
1: there's so many I wish I had spent more time looking into conspiracy theories about it because I know there's a lot of like people who think like aliens are hidden under the ice or like there's oh. secret facilities under the ice. or. Now, that is something I did not know. Yes, but obviously... And of course, there are the people who don't think Antarctica exists. They think it's a giant ice wall all around the flat Earth. This is, you know, the real history. Maybe one day we'll <laughs> talk <science>. specifically about... <laughs> Antarctica conspiracies. Yeah, Antarctica conspiracies. And did, I feel like I mentioned when we were talking about... Atlantis, which, as we all know, is in Africa. Um, <laughs> as we the, people well theorize that it was in Antarctica, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's in Africa. Look it up. Listen to our episode.
2: It is. It is. It's true.
0: <laughs> it's. It's absolutely in Africa. It's just beyond reasonable doubt. All right. Now I feel like I have more information about what's going on at the poles of the Earth. The poles. I think it's important to know. <laughs>
1: So while y'all are keeping up with the with the election polls, we're keeping up with, with
0: the, the <laughs> <laughs> with the polls of the earth. <laughs> but no, also do keep up with the election polls and remember to vote. Yes, absolutely. That was fun. Thank you for telling me about that. Of course. Um, are you ready for your Reddit segment? Mm-hmm. I say your Reddit segment because um, since it's the holiday season, we're going to do something a little fun, a little fun and exciting, and we're going to play a game oh my gosh i love games yeah and you're gonna you're gonna do the game this is a christmas movie quote quiz
1: <gasps> oh no i'm worried i feel like i don't really know christmas movies as well as i know like Dcoms.
0: <laughs> and other movies jane is literally a walking imdb it's it's nuts just with, mostly with actors though like you know actors names and i'm like there's not a single person it's just because i have no life <laughs> yeah um there's 20 questions okay. are you ready yes I passed through the seven levels of the candy cane forest through the sea of swirly twirly gum traps, and then I walked through the Lincoln Tunnel. That's Elf. Absolutely. It is multiple choice. So if you're stuck, oh, okay. I can give you choices. Um, yes, but that is a Buddy the Elf quote. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Oh. Home Alone, Scrooged, A Christmas Story, Miracle on 34th Street. A Christmas Story. Yes. Love this movie. A classic. What if Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store? What if Christmas perhaps means a little bit more? Chris- Can you give me the options? Yeah. A Christmas Carol, Frosty the Snowman, The Year Without a Santa Claus, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think it's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. It rhymes. That would have yeah. been my hand. Yeah. Well,
1: that well, I was when you started saying it, I was like, oh, this sounds like it rhymes, so I think it's the Grinch. But then I was c- thrown off by the store thing, because I can't picture the Whovians shopping. I don't know why.
0: Well, yeah. It's like... <laughs> the
1: Whovians. The Who's.
0: Well, it's because he steals all the presents, yeah. and then he's like, I stole your Christmas, but yeah. they're still like have a Christmas yeah. I love the Grinch
1: that movie gave me. I mean we've already talked about how baby geniuses gave me nightmares but
0: I'm the not, live, not with a live action Grinch the Jim the Carrey
1: Grinch nightmares that's
0: fair I'm talking about the cartoon Grinch. oh well <laughs> such a classic <sighs> okay <laughs> I never thought it was such a bad little tree it's not bad at all really maybe it just needs a little love uh, Frosting the Snowman the Grinch a Charlie Brown Christmas Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas
1: a Charlie Brown Christmas
0: <sighs> I love Charlie Brown Christmas. I do not know this one. Uh-huh. But I think you will. It seems to me that love is everywhere. As often it's not particularly defined or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, and old friends. The holiday, love actually, for Christmases, The Princess Switch. I've only seen one of these films,
2: <laughs> and you're gonna be furious what? at me that it's
0: the princess Tara.
2: I know I'm terrible. Well, I'm terrible. I've never,
1: I haven't seen Four Christmases or The Holiday, if I'm being. Oh wait, no, is The Holiday that one with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law and yes. um, Kate Winslet and yes. Jack Black? Yes, I've seen parts of that. Um,
2: I think I've also seen parts of it. I, I think it's
1: Love that. Actually.
2: You are correct. <laughs> I was
0: like, I can't help you with this one. This bell is a wonderful symbol of the spirit of Christmas, as am I. I just remember. No, just remember the true spirit of Christmas lies in your heart. The Polar Express, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, A Christmas Carol, The Santa Claus. I get a picture with like, the, but the picture would give it away.
2: I think it's Polar Express. You are correct. The picture is the is the Polar Express, <laughs> <laughs> it's, or is him standing outside?
0: The Polar Express. Okay, I'm gonna say this twice. The Polar I'm Express. Mis- I'm sorry.
1: Also scares me. <laughs> yeah, <go on. laughs>
0: jane afraid of christmas movies <laughs> um i'm gonna say this and if you don't get it I, i'm gonna say it with no inflection and then if you don't get it i'm gonna say it with an inflection dead fanned <laughs> it's gonna be really hard i made my family disappear
2: oh home alone yeah <laughs> I, thinking, I made my family disappear <laughs> i love home alone. i love that movie so much okay here we here we go Oh, Christmas isn't just
0: a day. It's a frame of mind. And that's what's been changing. That's why I'm glad I'm here. Maybe I can do something about it. A Christmas Story, Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas in Connecticut.
2: Oh, I forgot about Christmas in Connecticut. love that movie.
0: I've never seen it. It's an oldie. It has
2: um, Bing Crosby in it. Christmas is a frame of mind. (sighs) I
0: don't know this. Is it Miracle on 34th Street? You are correct. I have not seen Miracle on 34th Street, or It's a Wonderful Life. My dad loves It's a Wonderful Life, but I think it's so sad. (laughs) Well, speaking of, look, daddy, teacher says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings.
1: Uh, Jane. that, It's a Wonderful Life.
0: (laughs) I said, speaking of, (laughs) I love this
2: movie.
0: You're skipping Christmas. Isn't that against the law? Is it Christmas with the Cranks?
2: Yes. <laughs> I love this movie. My mom
0: took my
1: brothers and I to see that movie in theaters, but I think I was just a little too young.
0: Oh, I love it. It's 2004. We were nine.
1: Uh, well, I I don't know. I just, my mom was like, this is
2: so inappropriate.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I think that movie is so funny. For when the first snow is also a Christmas snow, well, something wonderful is bound to happen. Hallegrin's Still Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, or Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: I'm going to guess Frosty the Snowman. I think
0: that's correct. Yeah. <coughs> Hello?
2: This is a quiet place. <laughs> we are hiding in the dark from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh my god. Truly, Jade on Friday answered the door, and there was a Jehovah's Witness there. And they asked to come back. And they were, and they were like, Are you going to be here Saturday? And she was like, No. And they were like, Sunday? And she was like, Maybe. <laughs> I felt like if I said no, they would know I was lying. <laughs> right. I said, You should just have been like, No, I'm moving tomorrow. This is my last day <laughs> okay we'll continue we'll continue talking and we'll just be you know normal about it yeah you know just a nice They're quiet probably already gone okay all right here we go <laughs> all right this is my favorite christmas movie no, we're sitting in the dark <laughs> sitting in the dark this is my favorite christmas movie
0: where do you think you're going nobody's leaving nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family christmas a christmas story scrooge national lampoons christmas vacation home alone national
1: lampoons mm-hmm. i've never seen it
2: this speech is my favorite part of this movie i watched that at way when i was way too young mm-hmm. but it is our family christmas tradition to watch that movie
0: even if i wanted to my schedule wouldn't allow it four o'clock wallow in self-pity four thirty, stare into the abyss five o'clock solve lord hunger tell no one Five thirty, 30 jazzercise Six thirty, dinner with me i can't cancel that again seven o'clock wrestle with my self-loathing i'm booked
1: what are the options? The Santa
0: Claus, jingle all the way. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Christmas with the cranks.
1: I want to say the Santa Claus. That is incorrect.
0: It's it is. It's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's the that's the Jim Carrey one. That makes sense. But
1: I was thinking about the Santa Claus too, and I was thinking maybe like, like one of the like celestial beings, like the Sandman or someone said that or something, mm-hmm. but.
0: Oh, there are repeats in here. I didn't know. <gasps> this this movie's already come up once. Okay. Ah, from Gile. It must be Italian. A Christmas oh, Story. Oh, that's oh, a, a Christmas Story. story.
2: Yeah. That's when he gets the leg lamp.
0: Yeah. That poor wife. Uh, truly. I would
1: I would literally break it immediately and be like,
0: Oh no! This place reminds me of Santa's workshop, except it smells like mushrooms and everybody looks like they want to hurt me.
1: Oh, that's Elf, mm. when he's in the mail room.
0: Yeah. Wow, good job. You even knew the location. That's what Christmas memories are made from. They're not planned. They're not scheduled. Nobody puts them in their Blackberry. They just happen. Blackberry. Deck the Halls, the Holiday, Love
2: Actually, Four Christmases. I do not know this one.
1: It's, I don't. I'm going to guess Four Christmases, but that's. I'm not That sure.
0: is incorrect. It was in Deck the Halls.
1: I just Googled Deck the Halls, and the first thing that comes up is Deck the Halls by the Pentatonics, and it says
0: lyrics. fa la 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 la
2: la like, a very long that, time. That came up for me, too. It really cracks me yeah. up.
0: Seeing is believing, but sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the year without a Santa Claus, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the Polar Express. <shaped> see, like, Santa Claus is
1: Coming to Town, like, I feel like I don't remember details from that one i don't think it's it's not the grinch I, i'm gonna guess the polar express that is correct okay good job
0: you have three more <laughs> this is a classic keep the change you filthy animal die hard home alone bad santa christmas with the cranks
1: i have not seen bad santa and i have not seen die hard but i feel like it's Dunny.
2: No. <laughs> it's Home Alone. Oh, my gosh. It's in the movie that he's watching with the
0: gangsters. Oh. he says, keep the change. Oh, my gosh. Animal. See, I was, going so, I was doing so well in the beginning. And no, I, you're still doing well. It's OK. It's terrible. And it's different from everybody else's. The Year Without a Santa Claus, A Charlie Brown Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Charlie Brown.
2: No.
0: What? It's I, Rudolph.
2: Oh. It's what
0: he says to the uh, I wasn't elf. Even because he makes toys that aren't the same as everybody oh, else. Oh, I
1: was, like, hearing, like, Lucy saying that about Charlie's tree.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Um, strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many others' lives. When he isn't around, the he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? A Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on
2: 34th Street, A Christmas Carol.
1: I'm going to say um, It's a Wonderful Life.
2: I don't know. That is correct. You did a good job. You only missed, like, three.
0: Oh, wow good good work that was our reddit segment <laughs> so before i get started with my segment um there like it's it's really hard to summarize an entire decade i know and, and you kept being like but i give you a whole continent I'm like e-. <laughs>
1: and there were so Positive many other v things decade. i could have said i could have been like this year this guy went to this island this year this went to... but it would right. have taken years like right. it would have <laughs> taken like decades. About...
0: um so we we've discussed it and this week we're going to do part one of the decade summary mm-hmm. and then next week you'll get part two of the decade summary yeah. so you'll get half of it right now and then tune in next week for the rest Um, because next week is going to be our last episode of 2019 2019. because we're not going to release an episode on Christmas. So next week or New Year's Day or New Year's Day. Yes. So we'll be gone for two weeks. Um, I know you'll miss us. I'm so sorry. We'll miss miss you. We'll miss you too. Um, so yes. So please come back next week for part two. I will be doing some of the summary today and some of it, some of it next week. Um, I'll try to leave the... Interesting parts She'll for ask you. She me about something new for next week. Yes, but Jane will still have a new a new topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to tell you that before we get started. This is gonna be really hard, but we'll see how it goes. We're gonna start with film. Oh, great. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you what the New York Times said the most influential films are of this decade. If this link will load. If Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. Is not on there. <laughs> All right, prepare to be disappointed. Oh. <laughs> Again, this is just the New York Times opinion. It's hard because, like, all of these articles are just people's opinions. Yeah. But the New York Times, I thought, gave really good, like, insights onto why it was yeah. so influential. And the list was, like, surprisingly really different than I thought it would be. So the first one on their list was American Sniper from 2014. that an Eastwood <sighs> drama about the death of Navy SEAL sniper Chris Kyle. Mm-hmm. And it was the only release of the decade to accomplish finishing the year's domestic box office Um, that wasn't a Disney property. Mm. all the other highest grossing movies at end of year were this decade were of disney property so i thought that was like significant the second is the avengers the first avengers because the first avengers came out in 2012 and it really paved the way to Mm -hmm. like a long 21 film franchise that like didn't begin in this decade, but really took over this decade. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways. And it also was the first released after Disney's acquisition of Marvel Studios. The third movie, I have to scroll past the photo really quickly because it scares me, is Blackfish, the documentary about <laughs> the Orca whales at SeaWorld. Um and it really changed public perception, um, corporate behavior, and laws around animals and captivity. So super important film. The next one, I found this shocking that it was on the list, but I thought that the explanation was really interesting was Bridesmaids which came out in 2011 and it had an impact because it showed like weddings and movies and comedies is not like a smiley and like sickly sweet thing but like women being funny and also um, (laughs) Melissa McCarthy after this film went on to become one of the decades like few genuine new movie stars because before that she was not she's one of the biggest emerging movie actors of this decade but that really started with bridesmaids. I love her. I love her too. So that that was really interesting that they included this. I feel the like ne- that movie is just so
1: big because it was such a successful female-driven comedy. Yes, and we didn't. We don't have a lot of those.
0: No, but I think that one started many others that were subsequent in the decade. Yeah. Like I don't think we would have had Ghostbusters without bridesmaids, mm-hmm. for sure. The next one, I don't think this is surprising, and obviously I'm supportive of this, is Frozen. (laughs) I like what the New York Times wrote about this. The writer said she... um when Elsa Bell did let it go in the Disney's animated musical Frozen she didn't only claim her power she announced the might of the female movie going audience itself one of the decade's biggest industry stories that helped that audience help make Frozen one of the highest grossing animated releases in history reviving and revising Disney's fairy tale tradition for a new generation so yeah so it's like sweet to point out like Frozen reminded us the power of women audiences and how influential they can be and like the importance of catering to female audiences and how like they deserve just as powerful a story as anybody else and i loved that i really loved that um the next one is get out i think for obvious reasons but also that it opened very soon after trump's inauguration and it felt like a premonition for the future yeah is what they said this next one i'm shocked is on this list the hunger games catching fire is on this list because Catching Fire became the first female led movie to top the yearly domestic box office in a like very, very long time. Are you kidding? Yeah. And because, and Katniss Everdeen was also like a new type of pop culture archetype, is what mm-hmm. they say, showing women as a rebel and a warrior rather than a princess. Mm-hmm. And because this came out the same year as Frozen, they said 2013 was like the year of showing like. women in like (laughs) literally the the year of girl power in film yeah and that like that year had such an impact on how women were treated as audience members Mm -hmm. which i thought was really cool moonlight i think Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons (laughs) um but also that it was the first best picture winner from an african-american director um and it success created a shift in the industry as far as like what films were winning awards the next one is Okja, um, that movie about the oh, girl yeah. who adopts the genetically modified pig. Yeah. But I, the one of the reasons they say that this movie was so important is that the director Bong Joon Ho, like his success on Okja, led him to create Parasite, which a lot of people mm-hmm. are considering the best movie made this year. Mm-hmm. Um, after a lot of success at the Cannes Film Festival and like, so this movie was really influential in getting him into you know the film world and also this film marked um netflix's place as a serious creator of cinema yeah i need to watch it i do too to. after watching parasite i want to watch it more because i loved parasite i thought it was so good so now i want to watch okja considering it was have a lot of success the last one is Star Wars The Force Awakens um, because not only did it inaugurate a new Star Wars trilogy, at the helm of it was a very strong female character, Rey, and also recreated a new type of fan culture for a new generation of Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. It's like before Star Wars was a very male-driven fandom and now a very white male-driven fandom and now it's a very women German person person-of-color-driven fandom. Oh, that's true. Which is very important. Mm -hmm. So that was the New York Times list. I was really surprised by this list. I, like, like truly shocked by what New York Times was like. These are the most influential films. And I guess, like, they're they're saying influential, not necessarily best. Yeah. Because none of the movies mentioned... Oh, sorry. One. Moonlight. One best picture at the Oscars. For reference, the best... Pictures of this decade were The King's Speech, The Artist, Argo, 12 Years of Slave, Birdman, Spotlight, Moonlight, The Shape of Water, and Green Book. Those are the movies. I forgot Green Book one. <laughs> yeah, it was super disappointing. On Rotten Tomatoes, I looked this up, 44 of the 100 best movies of all time, according to critics' reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, came out this decade. So this decade was hugely influential in film. And of that list of the 100 best movies of all time, 13 of those movies produced in the last 10 years were um, Disney-owned films, Mm -hmm. just so you know. Um, I would specifically, this is the part where we talk about me and my opinions, um, I would specifically like to mention incredible films from the last decade directed by women. Lady Bird.
1: I loved Lady Bird.
0: Loved Lady Bird. The Breadwinner. Wonder Woman. Absolutely one of my favorite movies. My favorite superhero movie. Um, Selma. Mm. The Baba Duke, which like hugely important. <laughs> you can laugh about it if you want because yeah, yes, yeah, it's a meme, but like also hugely important yes. horror film. One of the first horror films Netflix ever made and now they make like so many. Mm-hmm. Um, we Need to Talk About Kevin which is a whack movie but beautifully mm-hmm. directed and Zero Dark Thirty that movie about yeah the killing of Osama Bin Laden. So I just want to shout those out that this also came out this year because no list I read mentioned of those films. Actually a couple of them mentioned Lady Bird but like it's mm-hmm. so important to be like hey women accomplished a lot yeah <laughs> considering none of the oscar winning movies for best picture were directed by women in the last decade so we're gonna throw that there the hurt locker technically won best picture in 2010 but it was for the 2009 cinematic year mm. um but that was that happened in
2: 2010
0: so in general this has just been a really huge decade for a film when i think about my favorite movies of all time like all of them have come out in the last 10 years i don't have a lot of movies from childhood that i would say are my absolute favorites of movies that came out when i was a kid that i would say are my absolute favorites which i can't well after like doing the rest of this in a lot of other media categories my favorite things did not come from this last decade so i just think it's been like a really big decade for for cinema in general Um, Now we're going to move on to television. Um, My article, I have an article from Entertainment Weekly that was like two people talking, um, but they talked about the best TV shows of the decade. Um, Television shows that were mentioned were Black Mirror, Mm -hmm. um, Leah Romini's Scientology in the Aftermath. Oh, yeah. I I, haven't watched any of that, but like good for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, HBO's Insecure, which was very important Mm -hmm. because it started. Issa ray and a female of color we talked about television that in my
1: feminist media studies class if you work before i need to watch it i've never watched HBO. it
0: well it was a youtube show
1: before it was
0: oh like on HBO, um, like broad city yeah yeah and i didn't so, know that yeah parks and recreation yes so good um fx is justified which i did not watch but my mom did right. this show i've never heard of rectify which is about um an act about a man being released from prison after two decades on death row for the rape and murder of his girlfriend. I've never heard of this show, but... I've never heard of it either. Yeah, no. I don't even know. They don't even say what it was on. Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Um, Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. Specifically, American Horror Story Asylum. Which I would agree, like. I think Asylum is it's their fair. best season. I think... Murder House was a really important like opening point, but I think yeah. Asylum's their best made season. Um, Better Call Saul is a follow up to Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. A show that I love so dearly and I genuinely think is doing such important things for television and that is BoJack Horseman. I need to watch it. It like, it is the most honest portrayal. I think it's one of those things that they knew that people weren't going to pay attention to it and take it seriously because it was an animated show about a horse. So they were like, we can write whatever we want. And so what they wrote about was stuff that no one else is talking about and is like supremely important. And that is just like, they haven't, they have the most incredible episode about abortion and like women's rights and like, just the, this is the topics that they tackle on that show are so real and so honest. Yeah. And I think it was so clever of them to note, like, no one's going to pay attention to what we're writing because we're writing an animated show. Yeah. So it wasn't like, it, it felt like no one was saying to them, like, hey, you can't say that. You know? And they use that to their advantage. Um. The Jillian Anderson-led television show, The Fall. I love the Jerry Dornan. I loved that show. That show's so good. Um, well, I don't know if I
1: am so much liked it but i was like fascinated by it, it i just thought it was me. so
0: phen- phenomenally really pre- performed yes
1: i just i felt yucky the whole time like watching it like definitely it's, just, it's a show that makes you feel like Ugh.
0: definitely but it's
1: like so like gripping and interesting and the performances are so good well
0: it's so it's so great to watch a female detective like hunt down this like male yeah. serial killer because i feel like it's always like criminal minds it's like almost an entirely male-led team like yeah There's so many shows about men detectives. Like to watch a show that was so well crafted, starring a woman, and especially a woman as amazing as Gillian Anderson. Like I love Gillian. Just amazing. Um, I watched the show Hannibal. Did you watch that?
2: I watched.
0: I tried to. It's hard. It's slow.
1: I. It's slow and it's just so graphic and gory and that's hard for me
0: yeah so i is.
1: watched like i want to say i watched part of the first season and then i was like i can't I yeah can't it's play. a tough show to get through. but i would too because i've heard it it's so i know how it ends
0: and mm-hmm. I, I just i want to s- see them get to that point right um brooklyn 99 yes orange is the new black mm-hmm. the people versus oj simpson american crime story so good <laughs> i thought it was so good so so good so well acted Adventure Time, which ended this decade. And Adventure Mm -hmm. Time, such a phenomenal show. Again, a show that, like, because they were a cartoon, they were, like... They sent messages in really roundabout ways, but messages, I think, was really important for, like, young people who were watching the show to hear, but they got it, like, subliminally, but they did it really well. Following up, the assassination of Johnny Versace, as well, was obviously important. (laughs) Twin Peaks, The Return, which Mm -hmm. was significant because of its 20-year hiatus, and also how really weird it was um, but it got a lot of got a lot of critical acclaim mm-hmm. Mad Men was this decade uh, our super prolific show I would say and then the top four so one of them they're like talking about their two different lists the woman put Mad Men at number three <laughs> and the man put Mad Men at number one which is not a shock Tripable. Um the, the man's number two was Atlanta, Donald Glover's show, which, mm-hmm. like many people said, is a hugely important show, um, which I'm sure it is. I've not watched it, but I've heard it's very good. Um, the Good Fight, which is the spin-off to The Good Wife, which is interesting because The Good Wife was not mentioned, but The Good Fight was. Interesting. That was the woman's number two, and her number one was The Leftovers, um, which I don't know anything about. <laughs> I've heard that name. It's based off of Tom Perrotta's novel, The Leftovers. The Leftovers is a rapture drama. Oh. Interesting. Well, that was her number one. Mm-hmm. A show I haven't even heard of. So <laughs> that is Entertainment Weekly's opinions on the best television shows of the decade. Um, I I would like to honorably mention because again this is about my opinions. Big Mouth I think Big Mouth was a oh, yeah. phenomenal show that came out this decade. I think we can't ignore the impact of Stranger Things. Oh yeah, big impact, especially for like television created for teens. I would say, um, yeah, that's that's television. I'm trying to make this interesting, but it's like no no I'm also
1: trying to think of shows that I really loved this year. I mean this decade. I was obsessed with Once Upon a Time. I know it was a terrible show.
0: <laughs> well, the first season, the first season of Once Upon a Time was amazing. It was. It was one of my favorite pieces of television. But I think Grey's Anatomy continued to do really amazing stuff this decade. How to Get Away with Murder had some amazing seasons. Yeah. And also Viola Davis's like entrance into television, mm-hmm. I think was really important. Um, And she won, me- she's won many awards for that show. Yeah. And when she won one award, I believe she was the first woman of color to win an award for leading actress in a, television drama crazy or maybe i don't know if it was her i think carrie washington probably won before her, oh, her yeah. scandal
1: i need to watch killing eve
0: oh my gosh okay forget everything i've said killing eve <laughs> is the is the best television show that's come out in this decade the the uh, okay the performances are like Imagine everything you've ever loved about, like, Meryl Streep's performances Mm -hmm. and then multiply it by 10 and you could get close to what Jodie Comer does. Like, Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable. And, like, obviously, Sandra Oh has always been a phenomenal actress. Mm -hmm. She's the reason I watched Grey's Anatomy. Like, just amazing. But the, the level of depth to the writing of that show is absolutely out of this world. And the fact that it's this, like gripping like heartbreaking but like sexy show about two Mm -hmm. women it's it's unlike anything it's a crime drama that's never been done before Mm -hmm. because it's it's about more than crime like it's about psychology and also about sex and like it's so clever and uh, it has zero flaws like (laughs) it's truly just a flawless flawless television show I'm so thankful for its existence. Like, whoever will, whoever green lighted this show, like, thank you. <laughs> it's just so good. I know. I need to watch it. Yeah. I'm
1: trying to think of shows that I really like. <laughs> will you list the ones? I feel like, um, I don't think... This isn't my favorite of the decade, but I'm surprised that Westworld was not
0: mentioned in any mm, of that. That's or true. Game of, or Game of Thrones. G- Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones started, started in 2009, previous, yeah. but it did... It was a significant portion of the decade was people's obsession with Game of Thrones. That's yeah. fair. That's very fair. Its ending wasn't good enough to get, on the, <sighs> <laughs> to get on the list. I do agree, though. I think that first season of Westworld had a really big impact on people because everyone was talking about yeah. Westworld when it came out. It's, season two, I feel like... If
1: season two existed on its own, it would not, I'd be like that and really like it. it was confusing and didn't. Yeah. But like wait, the fact that it was part of the Westworld
0: universe, universe yeah. and
1: that it was like the follow up, it was just kind of like, okay, so it's a little bit of a disappointing season two, mm-hmm. but like, it's still a high quality, well-made show mm-hmm. that is interesting to watch and I'm trying to wrap my
0: mind around, but season one was amazing. Mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers. I, I mean, it's my favorite show, but I do also think Bob's Burgers is just a very well-made animated series, and I think it's so clever. Yeah. When did Steven Universe start? Was that this decade only? That, I think, also started this decade. Oh, th- I think that probably is the best thing that's come out for kids. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of kids' media, but Steven Universe has done a lot for the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and starts their representation on television. Um, I do think Steven Universe is a hugely important show. And I wish more people took it seriously. <laughs> Not just Jane a piece of virgin. Children. Oh, Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Especially, like, having a woman of color-led like, yeah. comedy series that went on for so long. Yeah, I do think Jane the Virgin was an important representation of... Uh, which is, again, a South thing American women. marketed to women. Yeah, marketed to women, hugely successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the other thing that I love about Killing Eve and I'm glad it's gained so much traction is that show was I, I feel like is so creative with women in mind and it's gained a lot of popularity and I'm thankful for that because so many of the other shows that dominate award shows and television are like male focused yeah Billy Eichner tweeted the other day someone <laughs> I love that man <laughs> um
1: that someone did one of those posts that's like what's something you could say in the bedroom that you could also say about the Irishman about the movie yeah <laughs> Billy Eichner tweeted there are no women
0: here <laughs> oh true 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 um okay we're gonna move on to books um uh, your domain yes not my domain. domain I have not read many of these books but this is Time Magazine's best um fiction books okay. I'm not I'm not gonna go branch further than fiction because this is where i'm comfortable Um, a visit from the goon squad by jennifer egan which came out in 2010 my brilliant friend by elena ferrante which came out in 2011 and i saw someone reading this on the train the other day Mm -hmm. gone girl by jillian flynn 2012 Mm -hmm. that book shook me (laughs) that book absolutely changed the way that i read fiction i that turned me on to mystery thrillers and now i read many mystery thrillers you do americana by uh chima manda negozi adikie very popular woman i've read i have not i did not read americana but i read we should all be feminists mm-hmm. life after life by kate atkinson 10th of december by george saunders um who read it who wrote another book this decade that i loved called lincoln and the bardo the sellout by paul Beatty, sing unburied sing by Jessmine ward little fires everywhere by celeste eng is it ng yeah Ing by Celeste Ng. She also wrote um, Everything I Never Told You, which is a very popular book. Mm. Um, the Nickel Boys by Colson Whitehead. He also wrote The Underground Railroad, which was a Pulitzer Prize winning book this decade. So those that's times 10 best. Um, and again, this is about me. So <laughs> here are my best from this decade. Um, All the Light We Cannot See, which won the Pulitzer Prize. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. I absolutely mm. think it's his best book. The Casual Vacancy by J.K. Rowling, which is the first book she published after Harry Potter, and I think it's very good. Yes, Please by Amy Poehler, best memoir I've ever read. (laughs) Uh, Dead Wake by Eric Larson, who is a very popular nonfiction writer, and this is his book about the Lusitania, and I think it's his best, and I think it's so fascinating. A Little Life, which is very sad, a LGBTQ book. Um, Only read it if you have tissues. And I know this is going to sound stupid and really basic of me, but Milk and Honey... I just don't think we can ignore the cultural impact of Ruby Carr, like, even Mm. just in the memes. But, like, how many people do you know that have posted a Ruby Carr poem? Like, Mm -hmm. so many people. Um, And I loved Milk and Honey, and I enjoyed reading it, and I thought it was really good. So, those are my opinions Mm. on the best of this decade. Unlike film, where I'm like, yeah, all my favorite movies came out in the last decade, most of my favorite books did not come out in the last decade. Mm -hmm. Not that this was a bad decade for literature, but, like, I think most of my favorite books came from like the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was an interesting comparison. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to talk about today. Once again, come back next week for the second part of the 2019, or not 2019, the 2010s Decade Summary yeah. by Sarah, <laughs> featuring some of Jane and Sarah's opinions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy.
0: Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YKWIBW Podcast. You can check out our website, I'veBeenWondering.com. If you like what you're hearing, you can consider donating to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash YKWIBW Podcast. And finally, if you you have something that you've been wondering, you can email us at I'veBeenWonderingPodcast at gmail.com. And we would be happy to include it on our show. So, Jane. You know what I've been wondering. What have you been wondering, Sarah, my dear? So um, I want to acknowledge that it is the holiday season. And yes, we've mostly been talking about Christmassy things. But there are other holidays going on, including Hanukkah, mm-hmm. which I actually know a fair bit about Hanukkah because we have many Jewish friends. Mm-hmm. But a holiday that I know absolutely nothing about is Kwanzaa. Okay. So I want you to tell me about what Kwanzaa is amazing i wouldn't even be able to tell you which like what countries celebrate kwanzaa yeah like i just knew in the back of my mind that it was a thing you know yeah so i want to acknowledge some other cultures and their holidays going on around this time of year happily i want to to look into kwanzaa yeah i want to learn more about kwanzaa thank you so much for listening this is you know what i've been wondering